Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Welcome back, all of you hookers and slicers out there, for a season-ending episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. I am one of your hosts, Stay and Play Clay, and with me, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how you feeling? Pretty good. Nice holiday weekend. We had golf on Monday, you know, so it, uh, everything's good here. How about yourself? Not too shabby, yeah. Nice to have a long weekend. And uh, have it pretty much filled with basically the Super Bowl of golf. Mm. Maybe not as, you know, as prestigious. Maybe not minus, as. Minus the commercials. Minus the commercials, minus the, you know, probably not worldwide, everyone in the world watching it. And there's no halftime yeah. show. Slightly less viewers. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> if there was a halftime show for the tour championship, who would you who do you think would perform for it? After nine holes, yeah, after nine <laughs> holes, <laughs> the tour would probably go with like Hootie and the Blowfish or something. That's not I a mean, bad choice. They'd I'm probably go with that. They'd go with Hootie. I I could go for some Hootie and the Blowfish, some Darius Rucker. Mm-hmm. I'd tune in for that. I mean, I'm already tuning in, but I'd tune in for that. Yeah, I would take a quicker bathroom break and make sure you get back from time to see it right yeah wouldn't wouldn't be bad I'm trying to think who would be the best i mean definitely would be going with like shakira and j-lo and like whatever <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be doing all that stuff where where would the stage be it'd be like like in the middle of one of the the ponds or lakes <laughs> just have it have it there a floating floating stage yeah that'd be pretty sweet that would be pretty sweet right off hole right on there on hole 18 yeah um that's where i'd put it yeah and you keep the stage there it's in play so you gotta hit over it yep that's where the playoff is right that's i mean they have, that's... They have turf on the stage and you hit back to 18 <laughs> remember like the what was the event with Phil um, and Tiger? I thought there that was the Phil and Tiger match. The event, yeah. The event didn't they have a playoff where it was like it was getting dark and they had these like made up holes? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't. You I don't pick remember. random spots and hit these little like par three shots. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, they did. They kind of did that for the playoff with. Um... You know the the Rory DJ Ricky and Wolf charity match earlier this summer. They had that par three in between shot. I think it was just closest to the pin. Yeah. Huh. I didn't, I don't know if I saw that one. It sounds familiar though. Yeah. Um, that was the, that was the first golf 
backs when uh after the pandemic hit. It was the first like viewable golf match. Yeah. But that was a long time ago. It seems like a long time ago. It's crazy. Everything seems like a long time ago. Yeah. I know the summer just flew by. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Can't believe. Yeah, because we got some colder weather up here this, like, today. And even this weekend, it dropped down a little bit. So it's, like, starting to feel like fall. Leaves are changing. Yeah, we're in the, uh, we're going to be in the 60s this week. But I think the week after, we'll be back in the 70s. So, yeah. I don't think it's here. Yeah, we still get a little bit more warm weather, but yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it's about that time, Labor Day. You know, September. You got, you got football season starting, and I mean, golf has just ended. You know, it's at you know it's actual season, the PGA Tour season. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it's just. Yeah, no, I I kept thinking about that. Like, oh, and you even said, like, oh, this is the season finale. And then it's like, oh, wait, the U.S. Open is in, like, two Right? It's like, what? what what's going <laughs> on? Such a weird year. Twilight Zone, like, and then the Masters is still yet to come. Yeah, in November. It's nuts. It's There's still plenty of golf before the end of the year. Yeah, I mean, those are really the only two that I'm really going to you know, really dial in on, I guess. I mean, that's just exciting, but the other, I mean, all the other events, all the other PGA tour events are going to be, you know, the early, early part of the wraparound season where a lot of big names don't really play all that much of, they tend to wait till kind of the new year starts before they kind of get going because for them, they don't need those extra FedEx Cup points for for next year. Yeah. So start seeing probably some younger younger winners. Although the um, because the the uh, Corn Ferry Tour they're doing they're not doing PGA Tour cards this year. They're doing a combined this year and next year. So you're not going to have recent you know. PGA Tour card winners on the Corn Ferry Tour moving up and trying to get, you know, the points during this fall, fall, early winter part of the season. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, but I mean, they're, you know, you'll see, you'll see a lot of young guys still, and and there's a lot of good young players in this game. So still, still going to be good golf, just not quite... You know, as prestigious of tournaments, and of course, you know, the U.S. Open and the Masters are kind of—they're going to be grabbing the headlines. Yeah, exactly. So, if anything, we got to keep this going at least for those for those weeks. Oh, see yeah. how for sure, for sure, we're not going away. We're not going away. Yeah. And speaking of not going away, Dustin Johnson—he was. Ooh unreal during these playoffs yeah best man on the planet he definitely put together the best you know leading into the the playoffs and then all the way through it he just 
he was the man to beat. He just seems to be on top of his game and, you know, he hits it far enough and just has so many wedges in, you know, when, he, when he's hitting fairways, like he's going to have so many wedges in. And they were even saying, you know, it was kind of dealing with some adversity. I mean, things could have gone a little sideways this week. I mean, he only hit like two something crazy, like two fairways on Thursday and five on Friday. Yeah. Like, but I mean, luckily it was, I mean, it was a tough course, so it's not like a lot of people went super low. Um, yeah. Par 70, especially those early days when he was, when he was struggling, I think everyone was kind of struggling for the most part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I saw I saw a number get posted um, since August 9th, so essentially a month. Um, since then, he's won like a little over eighteen million dollars in prize money. That's how well he's played in a, in a month. <laughs> that's in that's ridiculous. Wow. I mean, of course, the FedEx Cup, you know, is ten million dollar, so that's a big chunk of that, but still. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you figure, what? Well, so eight million, and then if this was a, just a normal event, you would have won a million for this or something like that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, half half that is the FedEx Cup, but you know, it is what it is. That's a lot of money. It is. I, I mean, I would I would take it. I wouldn't turn it down for for a couple months worth of work, but yeah. Guess you just you gotta earn the earn the right to get in position to play for that. Yeah, and I mean, not only did he earn the right to head into the playoffs with the number one seed, I guess, if you will, he won the first event of the playoffs. He came in second in the second event, and then he won, you know, the tour championship. Although he didn't score the lowest this weekend. Correct. Which is which is kind of interesting. Um, Colin or not Colin? Uh, Xander Shoffley, the X Man. Uh, he shot fifteen under, I believe. Yeah, that would be correct. Yeah, Dustin was eleven under, and I think someone else was also eleven under. But then, yeah, I mean, based on that, where they started at, but yeah, Xander minus fifteen moved up twelve spots, but so did little Scotty Scheffler. Um, yeah, he, I guess he looks like he shot uh, 12 under. So even he beat Dustin for, you know, the four days. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's not, you know, it's not really how it works anymore. <laughs> well, not this year. I mean. Right. That's what, that's what I mean. It's, you know, it's based on, I mean, what their ranking is coming into the tour championship and yeah can you imagine them doing that in like football or something though it's like okay you won the regular season or the first playoff game uh you know you you get to start off 10 to nothing um and we're going to start the game so because we want to give you an advantage for winning the regular season or whatever so you get to play the worst seed and then you have home field advantage, but yeah, or like intense probably a lot. But let's just say, okay, it's four zero. Well, I'm just wondering, could any other sport possibly? I mean, they do that though in football already. It's except that it's a it's called a uh, bye week, 
So they give them a win, essentially. Yes. So they, but, I mean, <laughs> I just, oh, I just made that up. I'm just no, saying, I know, I know. I'm saying, but what like, about that? They do like, kind of, they do kind of do that. You imagine doing something similar or giving people points leading into. I mean, what other sports? Uh, you'd have to do it like it would have to be. It has to be a sport where like everybody's competing at the same time. Yeah. Right? You know, like it would have to be like racing or something. You know. You get a you get a so much head start, you know, couple second head start and then the next they kinda do I feel like they used to do that or something like that in well, maybe not. I'm thinking of like old school like like uh Tour de France. Tour de France. Yeah. Um, I don't think which that's... Is, actually, which is going on right now. Yeah. I don't think that's actually how it works. I just remember seeing a long time ago, like, them getting, like, staggered at their starts on the last stage or whatever. Yeah. I'm out of my element here. I have no idea. Yeah. No, I just thought it'd be interesting. Like, and what, what even if it was, like, a adjusted start i mean just changing some major rule like i mean sometimes i guess sports do change rules that just they sure they're, do. They're, they're just struggling or they're it seems like they're still looking for that that secret sauce to make the playoffs more exciting you know the uh talking about the pga tour yeah we're back on golf now oh, okay i wasn't i wasn't sure where you were at yeah no, just uh, beyond all the hypotheticals, just the um, yeah, they're. I mean, they're, it seems like they're looking for that magic to like make the playoffs. You know, a prime time must see event, and they just, I don't know. It just it's, it's hard to. I feel like it's hard to make golf a prime time event because it because the rounds last, you know, four or five hours for each player. Whereas yeah. a typical primetime game, you know, in another sport is a, or really any other game, I guess, doesn't even have to be primetime. You know, a match basically lasts, you know, it's a three hour time slot, essentially. Yeah. So you'd have to like do, you'd have to do something that's completely different than the normal way we do golf right now in terms of. Like, if you wanted to do a tour championship and do, like, a playoff format, like, with... It would essentially be, like, match play. And then the final... The final match, the championship match, would be, like, just a 9 or 12-hole match or something like that. Like, to fit it into the... To a, you know, a three-hour time slot or whatever. Yeah. Like, it would be completely different than the way things are, like, the way we watch or view PGA Tour golf now. It, it would just, it would have to be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. And Which would upset a lot of purists. For all that, I mean, it is, it's just a different kind of sport, you know, it just takes more time. I mean... I don't know. I mean, I like the Ryder Cup with all the fans cheering and stuff, like just bringing in the intensity and stuff. I mean, that that's kind of a team aspect to it. I mean, maybe eventually they'll have teams, like each, you know. Each each company is like a a team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, team like, uh, I mean, yeah. 
mean, so you're recruiting your best players or just, you know, or they just, you know, they make up, you know, they, people, they get jerseys and, you know, you get, <laughs> you get drafted by regions get or something. Drafted. That's, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be insane. It like, would be. Let's start script. our own X, XFL PGA. Well, the right, I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I mean, the Ryder Cup is very popular. You know, people dress up, they love, they put on the face paint and they all come out and cheer. So imagine if, you know, you had the same 150 golfers, but it was like 15 or 15, 10 man teams or something. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, yeah, but part of it is also the fact that the Ryder Cup happens once every two years, right? So, like, it's not like it's happening all the time. Yeah, I mean, it alternates with the President's Cup. Right. It's a, but it's like a special one-time event, you know. It only happens one time every two years. Yeah, I get it. It's been going on a while, and there's the national pride to it. Yeah. But. I mean, if you think of think of it this way, if you if if the the Masters tournament happened, you know, if they played at Augusta multiple times a year. Would it be that special? No. Exactly. So, like, if the Ryder Cup played multiple times, like, every year or multiple times a year, that format and everything, like, it would ju- it would lose its, lose its well, kind sure. of mustard, you know? I see where you're going, but I just think if you – you couldn't have multiple Ryder Cups. You would just think of some other team format to, like – get people to view people love their team things and so you have the Ryder cup you never try to take away from that but now you have you know you have the usa cup and it's just or whatever whatever name you have for it but and it's actually even as i think about it it's actually one of the top things i'm i want to do for the zealich is to have a team cup event is so like because it like the zelich the channel seven you used to have to qualify from your course yeah. and so represent your course and then on the first tee they would say from oakwood golf course clay schlegel and then so you would uh it, there's pride in that and you want to represent your course especially because all these courses are different and stuff and it's you know the region of it or whatever but so the point is you know anybody can play anybody like it's still the zelich is a stroke play individual like it's stroke play event you go out play your own ball however you know you want to get other players to play at your like you want your best players at your course to come play in this because then it doesn't matter how many players you bring you know starting off year one you could bring 10 players but after each each round you take your top three scores from your team and you get or um from your course and then there's and then so you add those up each day so you have it you, as long as you have three players from your course i mean that's just the, uh, that's all you need minimum um and to be in the team cup and then yeah at the end of day two so then you're kind of rooting on your own players i mean you want to play well but then like you know it's kind of represent like represent your dojo yeah. as i as i'm watching cobra kai on tv these days well they they used to do that um they used to have that on a PGA Tour as a PGA Tour event. 
Um, really? Where I'm, I'm trying to remember what it was called. I don't know if they've done it for the last couple of years, but um, there used to be there used to be a tournament that was like one country club against another country club, like team play thing. And I'm I'm blanking on it, but I remember I remember it. Um, I'm pretty sure like. Oh my god! I want to see. Uh, it's interesting. I don't remember hearing a lot about that. I yeah. I don't know how if they've done it recently. Like I feel like the last time I've the last time I remember it was like in 2013 or something like that. Like it's, it's been a while. Um. Man, this is gonna this is gonna bug me. I'm gonna need the Google to flex flex its powers. Yeah, we kind of bringing up stuff we haven't thought about before. Like Kevin, you know, we gotta make sure we're not totally making everything up. Oh, I'm I'm fine with making stuff up, as long as people understand I'm making stuff up. I'm fine with it. Yeah, <laughs> but no, for I mean, for the most part. You know, I look. I picked DJ to win the the FedEx Cup, and I got it right. So I can't be making up stuff too bad. You are you are on a winner's high right now. I you mean, know. after getting swept a couple times, you totally redeemed yourself in, <laughs> in the last like <laughs> you know ten weeks or whatever it was. Well played. Got it done. Got it done with DJ. Yeah, nice. That was a that was a good pick. Not gonna lie. Um. But uh, any luck finding that thing? No, I'm. Man. Um. Well, we can you can bring let's bring it up next time then, so we don't waste too much time. If you can oh, have you a little bit of yeah, you know, I mean, this is gonna kill me for a while here, so oh. you might as well just start talking, Nick. So yeah, keep keep yeah, the I'll listeners entertained. But no, that's my thing is to have like a team event in the Zellich, but I don't know, and like who knows what it, they'll end up doing on the PGA Tour. I don't think it'll ever happen. I mean. It's definitely not going to happen in the next five years. Like, it seems like a huge stretch. I just, I don't know. I just see people, I mean, Americans, nonetheless, you know, humans are very tribal. So that's why they love, you know, rooting for their teams. That's why football, you know, some of these team events, you know, they like to wear their hats of their teams and stuff. So I just, I think it'd be an interesting spin on it to like really toss up, you know. So every year, you know, and maybe that maybe that is the playoffs or something like that. Maybe that becomes the playoffs. You have to, you have to play the regular season to get, uh, to be the top 100. And then there's 10, 10 man teams that they have a draft for or something like, um, or who knows, but, uh, no, I'm just making that part up. Um, it, it, it seems like it would be, it's, it'd be different. We'll just say that, that, uh, it would be different. I would, you know, I'll, I'll, I'd watch it, um, check it out. Um, but, um, 
Yeah, I don't know what else they can do for the playoffs. I don't know. It just, I personally wasn't like, you know, Dustin starting with the lead. It just felt like it was hit. Like it, he was, he would have had to play bad to lose it. Like, I mean, it just felt like it was a foregone conclusion. And it was just kind of like this weekend was just a lot. Like, just do what you've been doing, Dustin. You know, formality. You know, if we shoot two, three under every round, there's no way anybody's going to catch you. Yeah. Like, hypothetically, obviously, those guys could have if they had good weekends. That's the point. He still had to play decent, but it really did. It felt like it truly felt like a formality that he was, you know, people have, were having a hard time beating Dustin when it started at everybody started even par, let alone yeah. when he's got a two, three, five, six, ten stroke advantage. Yeah. I mean, but you got to reward the regular season, or the you know the culmination of the playoffs. You got to reward like you know I get I get that they're trying to build off the previous weeks. Yeah, they're trying. To, I mean, they're trying to you know give an advantage for you know the guy who's got the one seed against yeah. you know the guy who has just barely made it in at the thirtieth. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that it does make sense. But I found I did find it, oh, by the way. You found it. Yep. All so right. it only occurred Share. 2011, 2012, and 2013. And it was an unofficial PGA Tour event. Um, so it didn't carry, like, um, it didn't carry, uh, like, oh, like, world golf ranking points. Um, yeah. Um, no, like, points. No. Um, what was the format? Format was team play. Um, so it was called the Tavistock Cup. I remember that. And it was a team golf team golf event played in Florida that featured the top-ranked golf professional members of six international golf clubs. Albany, Islesworth, Lake Nona, Oak Tree National, Primland, and Queenwood. So, yeah, it only happened um Oh, hold, hold on. Uh, um So there was a So it began actually it actually began in 2004 technically, but it was just between Islesworth and Lake Nona, those clubs. Yeah. Up until 2010 uh, or up through 2010 and then starting in 2011 it became the Stav- Tavistock Cup or it, it it included the rest of the other, you know, the other four golf clubs, um, but it only, but it ended after 2013. Gotcha. Yeah. This other, you know, you Google Tavistock Cup, and it's like the third article is <laughs> the worst event in golf. <laughs> I just remember, I just remember, I was on, I was on vacation. And around that, I think I was in Arizona. I'm pretty sure I was, I was down there for spring training. I was going to see some spring training okay. down there. And I remember in the hotel room, you know, had, you know, before, you know, leaving the hotel room in the, in the early morning or whatever, uh-huh. had, had, you know, golf channel on. And I remember ta- the Tavistock cup was on 
and I was like, what is this event? So that like that's why it like stuck in my mind. That's why I remember it. Um, obviously, didn't remember the name of it, but I remember because I looked it up. I was like, "What is this?" Like, I don't yeah. remember this as being like a actual tour event. But yeah, it was. Uh, but that that's one of those kind of tournaments where it's a little bit different. It's just kind of a. It's got teams, you know, based on like essentially clubs. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of players. There's. There's a lot of players that are kind of part of the same clubs down in, like, you know, Florida area. Um, but, like, I feel I feel as though, yeah, if, if they did a... I don't... See, I don't know if companies would ever do that or ever put it on the line like that. Like, TaylorMade or Titleist or... Harley-Davidson. PXG or yeah, you'd have to go with like non-golf companies if you're gonna do. But like, how do you how do you set those teams up though? How do you make it like essentially? I mean, you could have like you could have like the number one, two, and three ranked players in the world be like, we're just gonna team up together. And I mean, obviously they might still not win, but like it is kind of a you kind of want to try and prevent something like that. Yeah, you don't want it to be lopsided because then no one's going to pay attention. That's why I was just saying, like, you know, you have team, team, uh, you just start making, uh, like, have it more neutral, I guess. Like, maybe, like maybe you can only have one player from within the top 10. You know, well, yeah. that's what I was saying. You, 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 you have the, the 100 players from the best of the regular season make it into the playoffs and then the top 10 players are the captains and they just go they go snake oh, draft and draft a fantasy draft yeah oh man and there's like points for it's just a fantasy league there's points for like putting and driving accuracy and <laughs> we're getting into fantasy golf now <laughs> this is already a thing yeah oh that'd be something <laughs> Crazy, yeah. I mean, I heard of the Tavistock Cup, but yeah, I never really followed it much. No, I didn't either. I just remember it being a thing. It was a thing for a few years. A couple of years. (laughs) Worst tournament in golf. Yeah. Worst event in golf or on the PGA Tour. That's hilarious. So, yeah. The season is over. Mm-hmm. The FedEx Cup has been awarded after this very strange season. Dustin Johnson has won it. And, or but, golf, the golfing season is not over. Far from over. No. So... We got the U.S. Yeah, Open right. coming up in two weeks. We have the Masters coming up in November. All throughout that time, we still have time to get out and golf ourselves. Yeah. You got That's fall right. golf. Fall golf is a lovely time of year. I love playing a little fall ball. Up, up here in the Midwest, for those for those who don't get a chance – to play on courses with the leaves changing colors 
it's just I mean it's just a beautiful site highly recommend it the only problem is uh, sometimes it's tough to find your ball yeah with all the leaves on the ground <laughs> yeah no, we we definitely play the leaf rule I mean you get to you get a free drop if you're virtually certain it yeah. was if everyone the... agrees yeah everyone agrees that like if you just land like just off the fairway or whatever you know just a couple yards into the rough and you can't find it yeah there's no way the the uh the gopher took it yeah just in in the in the spirit of of pace of play and also just keeping sane you gotta you gotta do it but it's a lovely time of year it's a lovely time of year to go golfing it's uh it'll be it'll start getting a little cooler so the ball won't fly as far but that's kind of that's the strategy of it right you gotta hone your fall distances in yeah i would argue that the ground gets a little harder so you'll get you get a little bit more roll true i mean when, well, when maybe in the summer it's humid there's more rain um you know the, the ground is softer um but yeah just it, it depends yeah i mean just overall i feel like the it hardens up so you can really play those the bounce a little more well and up up here up here in the the northern part of the united states if you split the united states in half essentially the fall is the spring and the fall are the peak times for grass growth so courses like you know if there's been kind of a summer drought and it's been kind of brown during the summer usually grasses will start coming out of that drought and it'll start becoming a little bit greener you get the fall colors on the leaves it's it's just it's a really good good sight now on the opposite side of that if you're in the summer or the in the south southern part of the united states the summer is the peak time for grass growth down there that's for like warm season grasses like bermuda grass summer summer is where that's green and then they go dormant in the fall and winter the colder months they're alleged winter they're fake yeah, winter right um, you can even call it that so that so they're going to be seeing a lot of they see a lot of brown grass kind of starting in the fall starting this time but a lot of courses do kind of overseed their fairways with with some um cooler season grasses like perennial rye grass or something like that so yeah depends on the course Either that or they just paint it. They might paint it green. Some courses do that. Yep. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. The, uh, I, I would also say that uh, the fall, because, again, the, the average golfer plays a little bit more in the summer, whereas, like, takes a little bit more hardcore golfer to play in the fall mm -hmm. if it I mean, I think there's some beautiful days and like oh, if you yeah. if you just wear like a little compression under armor underneath your polo, like it really doesn't hinder your swing much at all. No. Like, um, so there's less people. But the big thing is the football. Everybody golf courses really open up on Sundays around here, which is I mean, I can 
you know, I'll try to get home for the Packer game or the Broncos, but, um, I mean, or I can just nowadays, you just record it and watch the highlight or watch it later. But, um, if you can stay off social media, but, uh, I don't know, I'd rather get outside and enjoy some weather before the, the snow flies and you're not going to be outside for six, like four months. Yeah. Yep. Get in as much golf as possible, but. And then, yeah, I got a couple, we have a couple, I have my club championship business weekend. I got to defend, defending that title to keep the parking spot. Oh yeah. And then the following weekend we have the, we're doing a Ryder cup with the, the 12 best players from WAGA, Wisconsin Valley Golf Association versus, um, the the Nuga Northeast Wisconsin yeah. Association, like basically Appleton, Oshkosh, yeah. all the way to Green Bay. Um, yeah. so like so, Wega versus Nuga. Mm. Um, You're doing your own like Tavistock Cup. Yep. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I have a Ryder Cup event coming up here too in a few weeks. Nice. So that'll be that'll be fun put out of your home course nope that's up in uh up in tomahawk okay so that'll be that's the, that's the mary's moscow mule rider cup no it's uh it's a different different one but pretty much the same type of people though um With yeah sweet Bergie and company um no. yeah that's i think uh not not this upcoming weekend, but the weekend after. Have you done many Ryder Cups? I've done that one the last, like, two or three years or whatever. And, yeah. Hey, I've, I've been on the winning team every time. Yes. Just saying, I'm going, I'm going for the three-peat this year. Nice. I mean, I'm not saying, like, it's totally all me. It must be because of you. I mean, I'm not hurting. I'm not hurting the team, that's for sure. I'm winning. Yeah. I'm winning a good chunk of my matches. Yep. There you go. But yeah, it's always fun. A lot of a lot of good events if you can find them. Beautiful weather, beautiful colors. It's a uh, it's a good time. Nice. So I think. I so I think that's going to. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us on this episode. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for celebrating with me with my DJ yeah. pick. Finishing yeah. strong. I'm pretty good about it. That's a good one. But uh, next week, you were due. I was definitely due. I feel like I was due. <laughs> I had a couple. I had a couple like second place finishes. Um, but next week we'll be previewing the uh, the U.S. Open. Talking about the Open. The U.S. Open. That's not yeah. really the Open this year, but yeah, it is still. The America, yeah. yeah the America uh, Championship. Not our, it's not the Open. It's our Open. It's our, yeah. But Maybe. We'll, we'll discuss it more then. Yeah. So, sounds good. Until then, hit them straight, find them other leaves, and we'll, we'll catch you later. See you. Arno Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different?
it's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Yes, sir!